0: Oh, and welcome to the Not Your Grandmother's Book Club podcast, where we read them so you don't have to. Because the water's getting warm, so we might as well swim. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off! Fuck off! We
1: did a version of that intro <laughs> where I did laugh <laughs> and Kevin got mad, so I did a, a, a somewhat over-exaggerated laugh.
0: My <laughs> name is Kevin, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host Benedict, who's an all-star. Benedict, yes. what's your favorite Smash Mouth song?
1: Uh I don't think I know more than one to be honest. Really? You know uh, more than one.
0: Everyone knows more than one. Is, it's is, not like Smash who, Mouth is an obscure band that no one's heard of before.
1: Who sings that butterfly song?
0: That You mean Crazy Train?
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's. I thought that was Smash Mouth, too. I, guess I either
0: just gained or lost a whole lot of cred <laughs> with our audience by knowing off the top of my head <laughs> that the song Butterfly is my crazy train. You know, the come, my lady, come <laughs> that Yes, one, that's you know? exactly yeah, what, yeah,
2: okay, what
1: I, yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I assumed that was Smash Mouth just because it seems like it would be. Um, but no, I only know All Star then, I think.
0: Uh, You know more, like Walking no. on the Sun. I was playing that when we got on the call to do today's episode.
1: Yeah, I didn't know what it was.
0: <laughs> How could you not? I'm very upset it. over this. I'd, as you can
1: tell, I also here's the other thing that will shock you more, and it's going to be my hot take. But I'll just do it now. Um, I think it's interesting when people are like massive superstars in the US, and mm-hmm. just like nobody around the world knows who they are. Okay, so like
0: everyone, knows, the entire UK could sing All Star. I'm a football not talking chant. about Smash
1: Mouth. I'm talking about Jimmy Buffett. Okay. <laughs> Did um, no one know um, Jimmy Buffett outside the U.S.? I have no idea who Jimmy <laughs> Buffett is. People keep saying, oh, isn't it sad Jimmy Buffett's dead? I'm sure it is. You know Margaritaville. I don't know that song. People keep saying, you know Margaritaville. I don't know Margaritaville.
0: We're away again in Margaritaville. No, nothing? Not no, bringing anything
1: back for nothing. you? nothing. Same with Dave Matthews. That could be not a real guy as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, agreed. Agreed. Uh, I I honestly thought that Jimmy Buffett was uh, larger than just the United States, but maybe that's just me.
1: Just a a U.S. man. Wow.
0: I am a middle-aged white man from the suburbs. That's That's just hitting home right now.
1: (laughs) Yep. There you go. Congratulations. What's your favorite Smash Mouth song? Uh, I'm going
0: for it. So, fun fact. uh, One of the first albums I ever owned uh, was Smash Mouth's Fush You Mang, uh, which is the name of one of their items, which... I think my mom let me get despite the parental advisory sticker because she didn't she didn't care she just didn't look at it like okay. there's 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 like you did swearing that thing where you put that your album.
1: thumb over it and then you were like mom can I get this and she was like mom Fine. mom
0: mom they did that song you hear on the radio a lot you know that one you know that one they did that one uh, yeah exactly um, and so that's I mean like they were in the earlier days there, much more ska punk. Um, and that album in particular, like Flow, is one of my favorite songs off that album. Great song. Uh-huh. Um, that's the one that also has Walking on the Sun on it, a bunch of other great okay. stuff. Beer Goggles is on there. Um, but I, I unabashedly, unironically, I enjoy Smash Mouth. I think they didn't get the credit that they deserve. Um, Steve Harwell himself is an individual, much different deal. Uh, very problematic dude who had a long okay. history of alcoholism. Uh, as evidenced by that being the cause of his passing, obviously. Um, and I think the last thing he did before Smashmouth actually kicked him out of the band was appear at like a festival wasted and start doing Nazi salutes at the audience. Oh no. Yeah. So um can we say uh, uh mixed legacy
1: benedict? <laughs> B- <laughs> B- <laughs> B- yes. Um <laughs> I, think it, just, I think the first album I owned independently that wasn't like a compilation album was Green Day's American Idiot.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay, so so I said one of the first I owned. I know what the first album I owned was, I can tell you, and uh, it matches along with the first concert I have ever seen, uh, mm-hmm. and that is Weird Al Yankovic's Poodle Hat. That is the okay. first album I owned, was a Weird Al Yankovic album. Mm-hmm. Uh, first concert I ever saw live was Weird Al Yankovic, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, also, also was into the Ska at the young age yeah, I still are. Don't
1: pretend that you're not into the Ska. Parody
0: songs in Ska? No, I still love Ska.
1: I'll still listen to- What about parody Ska? Is that like your, your dream? There
0: is parody Ska. Parody Uh Ska does exist. Uh, Is is it a parody
1: of Ska, or is it Ska that is a parody of of something else?
0: There's a song, uh, I don't remember who does it, called uh, This Gigantic Robot Kills. Uh, and it's just like uh, it's a it's a funny little it's a comedy song. Also, like a lot of ska lyrics are comedy to begin with, because ska um, is it, a
1: ridiculous genre by definition. It, it sort of is,
0: sort of <laughs> is. I mean, just look at the way that uh, ska ska listeners dance. Uh, we're not exactly the most serious people on <laughs> the planet. Look
1: at the way that people talk about ska <laughs> listeners that aren't ska <laughs> listeners themselves, and you'll understand how people. Feel yeah, about I mean, ska. like
0: real big fish, one of the biggest third wave ska bands, have like uh, sellout. Uh, she has a girlfriend now. Beer. They're all basically comedy songs. Okay. Uh, I want your girlfriend to be my girlfriend. I think is also is a real. Is ska big
1: just white people doing reggae? Ironically. No. Um, <laughs> Are you sure?
0: It's like I could talk for an hour about how ska don't. developed from a mix of reggae and punk um, <laughs> and, and and white suburban culture, and we could talk about that. But I don't think we have time for that no, conversation, Benedict,
1: because we've got a whole boot for you. <laughs> Um, I did my hot take. What's yours? Uh,
0: we're not even on hot takes. I haven't even Come gotten on. through the rest yet. of the intro bit yet. Sorry, carry on. Benedict, you probably know what no, it is that I've we do here on this track. program. <laughs> Other folks, uh, folks who have never skanked to Smash, Mouth ab- uh, Smash Mouth's album Fush You Mang, uh, might not know. Skanking is what we call the dancing, Benedict. Uh, might not know what we do here on this program. And then I would say, this is show where we go deep. Deep, deep, deep. to Plumb the depths of writing thought by reviewing a chapter from work of conservative nonfiction. And in between, taking a look at other examples of the right, doing their best to make America hate again. I just realized I reverted to the old version there for some reason yep. in my head. Even though mm-hmm. I have literature written down on the page. Benedict! Uh, you already gave me a hot take.
1: Yeah, what's you, yours?
0: You did. Uh, my hot take, Benedict. Living in a building with other people after not having done that for a while gets strange. You know what I mean? Like you're not used to hearing random noises around you that aren't like the
1: animals that are in the house. I know. see. I find living in a house so much weirder because it's way mm. too quiet. So then any noise I'm hit, he- I hear. I can yeah. see why American suburbanites are like everybody's trying to kill me at all times. I, I'm because with Because living you. in a living in a city, I have two doors between me and the street, mm-hmm. which is yep. great. And then <laughs> and I an also elevator. well, you don't have an yeah, elevator. Well, I don't. Have an elevator, but some people do. Um, and then the other thing is, like, random noises are fine because that's, like, a comfort blanket. But, like, yeah. when I'm in the woods and I hear a noise, I'm like, there's no reason why there should be a noise here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to die.
0: Right. But I mean, so, like, I I constantly have noise going on in the apartment. Like, the TV is on or yeah. or music is playing or a podcast I'm listening to, whatever. Something's always going. But there are those spaces where I'm not having that going in the background. And there's just those background, like... You know, somebody shutting a door, somebody putting something down the garbage Mm chute—that you like—it's just a a different noise than you're accustomed to hearing for a while. Because Mm -hmm. for a while, I like when I first moved into the house with my partner, um, I did like every time the cats made a noise, I would like stand up and go, "What the fuck is that?" What the fuck? It's, it is two a.m. Is someone breaking into the house? No, it's the cat found a cardboard box to play with downstairs. Uh, but it is—it's just different noises, and getting accustomed to them can yep. be weird for a little bit in the beginning. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, anyways, Benedict,
1: moving on. What is on your bookshelf this week? Uh, another K drama for you this week. Ooh, nice! Uh, watching uh, Little Women, which is loosely based on Louisa May Alcott's novel, but actually not really based on. Is that it at a all. novel or a series, The Little Women? I thought it was like a series
0: of books, Little Women.
1: Uh, I'm not sure. Actually, I think I, I, it, there is a. I'm book thinking like Little, Little House Women. on the Prairie, maybe. Yeah, I think. Of. Yeah, I think you are. I think there is at least one book called Little Women. I don't know if they then made more of them um but yeah it's loosely based on that one of them's a journalist one of them's an artist one of them i don't really know what she does but she's just kind of around and then inherits a lot of money um but it's just really good it's a fun mystery thriller that is also quite creepy like good like sh- like sneakily creepy you know when uh, things are sneakily it's creepy like little women but also battle royale yeah, yeah <laughs> not, not, there are a lot of people have died to be fair so you know and it wasn't set up with that premise but it, it that is what has happened so it, <laughs> as often happens with k dramas there's a lot of like mushy romance and then yep. there's just like people dying left right and center so it's good it's fun it's uh, it's, cool. it's on netflix so Where's what that? about you what's on what's on your bookshelf
0: uh, i am i'm going to break our streak of one of us recommending oh, digital fuck. media and the other one doing a book cuz i have a video game to recommend this week okay. it is the brand new release armored core 6 fires of what the of Rubicon. fuck is that it's it's a giant mech fighting game. Which is, okay. so like it hasn't it had seems an installment. Right up your alley. It well, it's so. from from software who do like uh, they did Bloodborne and all of the Dark Souls games and and Elden Ring and all that stuff. Um, but they haven't done an armored core game in like ten years. And so this one came out. The Armored Core series is like games I played when I was younger, and I loved them. And I've been looking for something like this to come because you get to build giant robots and fight them against people. And it's fantastic. And it has that sort of Dark Souls gameplay where you have to learn the moves of whoever you're fighting, and you keep dying over and over again and going back and fighting it again. And eventually you get it, and you feel so satisfied when you finally beat whatever boss that is that you're fighting. I just mm-hmm. love it. It is so much fun. I've been playing so many hours of it. Uh, it's been my my end of day relaxation for like the last week or however since it's been out. Uh, That's nice. But yeah, you should definitely check it out. It's a great game. But
1: sounds good. moving on to housekeeping
0: but. this week. Remember to rate and review us. That's the butt. It's moving on to housekeeping. Uh, Remember to rate and review us on the iTunes. Follow us on the social medias. Uh, Updates. Only one update this week, and that is, of course, that our patrons know uh, that there is a delay uh, currently with the patron-only bonus episode for the month coming out, and that is simply because I have not been able to find the time to go watch the Barbie movie, uh, which is, uh, uh, I guess, necessary. For us to watch Not the full really. video. Honestly,
1: if you can't do it this week, I can just, uh, I'll, I'll, I do hear it you. you. I know. I am fun.
0: making time for it this week. I, if I don't have time tonight, <laughs> then I have set aside time on Wednesday already to go okay. see it. And then we will record the patron only and put it out. And, of course, that means we're also going to do another one this month for patrons. Don't worry. Yep. Uh, but we'll be doing that We'll be watching Ben Shapiro's weird reaction to the, the Barbie movie, which is, of course, what he wanted us to do from the beginning. Doesn't matter, but sorry for the delay on that. We'll be getting it out. As it is as funny,
1: though, because he said, the first thing he says in that video, just a little teaser preview, uh, is uh, this will have no repeat value, and <laughs> after the first weekend, the, the money yes. that it makes will completely <laughs> fade away. And then literally this week, which is why it's good that we've waited so long. Literally became Warner it, Brothers' <laughs>
0: highest grossing movie of all time, yeah.
1: and it also became the top <laughs> grossing movie of 2023. So yeah, it's just cool.
0: You do have um, to enjoy that. You do have to you enjoy do, how wrong. You do have to
1: enjoy are. a man who takes us so wrong that they're wrong completely within a month. So
0: confidently wrong, absolutely yep. confidently wrong of how wrong he is. uh Anyways, Benedict, we have one new inductee into our spooky world, new world order, blah, and that is, of course, Mockingbird Nation, our patron, who I have to apologize for, for your bathroom light. Uh, Mockingbird Nation, you are now part of our... Benedict, do the
1: sound. No, sorry, I wasn't ready. I still haven't Let put it in it the computer okay. yet. Do the sound. <laughs> I need to like, make the bloodhound Okay. New world, spooky world. Now I'm
0: just going to clip that and put it <laughs> in the computer and play that whenever <laughs> I have somebody. <laughs>
1: that was pretty good. I was pretty happy with that. <laughs>
0: We'll record it 50 or 60 more times after we get yeah. off the show. Uh, if you would like to join the Spooky World New World Order, bleh, you can tweet or post about the show on social media. recommending us, sending Send me a screenshot or tag us in. Let me know. Leave us a five-star review wherever you can. Drop me a screenshot. Make a donation to a worthwhile charity. Become a patron. Or just get my attention with something good and benedict. All that out of the way. We have, before we actually get into the book today, uh, to make up for The Lost, The Missing, Steven Seagal audio clip from a few episodes ago, I have found yeah. something particularly special. that I, okay. And because today, right, this is the, this is the last, last installment of this book. We sort of have to do it up right. We have to celebrate uh, this, this glorious novel, this truly great work of art. <laughs> uh, I found something. In 2014, uh, there was an event called the Western Conservative Conference, which apparently used to be called CPAC West. But okay. now— but, but now they go by different names. Maybe they've gone back. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, <clears throat> but it was an event at which there was an award ceremony and roast of Joe Arpaio.
1: No. At okay. Benedict. Right.
0: Media Matters covered this. Uh, okay. Alexander Zaychik, who I still will say has written the single best biography of any human being I've ever seen in my life, which is the one I sent to you about Glenn Beck that you still haven't uh-huh. read. Common uh, Nonsense, yeah. I'm common Nonsense. Fantastic book. I love it so much. It's, it's great. Uh, he covered it for Media Matters. Um, and according to him, and here's his, his, uh, what he wrote about some of this um, basically, full of, of what you'd expect a bunch of racist jokes. There's, there's no surprise about that. But here's, oh. for example, one of the, the things he wrote down jokes that someone said. Uh, this is from Arizona State Representative John Cavanaugh, uh, who said, How many Hispanics did you pull over here on the way over here, Arpaio? And then had another joke. All these oh, that was years, the joke. That was the joke, okay. Benedict. That was the joke. Yeah, cool. another joke. He said, all these years, I figured he was rounding up Hispanics because you had a grudge from fighting in the Spanish-American War. But if you were in the Korean War, why come you're not rounding up Asians? Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny, Benedict? And then he talked about him and Arpaio going to restaurants. And his joke was, quote, when we go into a restaurant, most of the waitstaff and cooks dive out the back window. Ah, it's yeah. so funny. There was one. I so I listened to most of this. There was one good joke. I don't remember who gave who gave it. It might have been Tom Horn, who I think was the Arizona Attorney General at the time. Um, it was. I don't remember what the setup was, but the punchline was essentially, uh, you know, Joe Arpaio. He's uh, so good uh, uh, with all of his inmates. Uh, the only thing is, he thinks that the Spanish word for sheriff is pendejo. <laughs> like that's, that's that's a halfway decent joke. It's a halfway decent
1: uh, joke. No, it's kinda of that. It's uh, my my question is do these so for these roasts where it's not roast comics uh-huh. doing the roasts, uh-huh. who writes the joke? Do you think they write their own jokes? Well, or do you note, think
0: Allow me to tell you that one of the people who appeared to roast Joe Arpaio at this event is none other than
1: Steven Seagal himself. That's great. The only thing that would have made that better is if you'd said Anthony Jesselnik just <laughs> went to the fucking roast. He's, like, so mad at Joe Arpaio that, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: I mean, honestly, that would be one of the... That that itself would be an act of performance comedy, right? That, that, would that w- be so funny. <laughs> like if, a Jeff, if Jeff Ross fucking showed up for the roast of Joe
1: Arpaio. like uninvited too. I was just like, man, you gotta let me on stage. Just like, I'm Jeff like, this Ross. This motherfucker right here. Yeah, that would have
0: been great. That so. Uh, Media Matters posted the. Uh, um, what is it called? Like the you know little pamphlet they give the. Um, What's that called? What's that thing called? The program? Program, right. The program for the event. Uh, And let me tell you. So it began with the Master of Ceremonies. Uh, Jim Sharp from KFYI Radio uh, in Arizona. Uh, There was a pledge to America. There was a crazy preacher who did a prayer. They had dinner, blah, blah, blah. And here's the list of people who roasted uh, Joe Arpaio. Uh, Representative Matt Salmon. Arizona Attorney General Tom Horn. The Cartridge family band Cartridge with a C Benedict who did like a musical Quote unquote Comedy Rest. number complaining okay. about Political correctness it was right. very Strange uh, Senator Russell Pierce Arizona former Attorney General And NRA President Bob Corbin uh, mm-hmm. Senator Lori Klein Corbin
1: Ted fucking Nugent oh okay
0: uh, And then that, says,
1: te- Ted could have Gone a number of ways could have been Ted <laughs> Cruz Could have been Ted <laughs>
0: Oh, give me a second here, Benedict. Next, it says on the pl- program, actor Steven Seagal, followed by Benedict. As opposed
1: this... to the other one. Does the, is, is it the also other martial Steven artist Seagal. The other Steven, Steven Seagal? Seagal. <laughs> Steven Seagal's two personalities have shown up. One is martial <laughs> artist and one is,
0: one is actor. Uh, followed by Benedict, and this is where I got really excited. Tom fucking Morrissey, okay. Arizona okay. GOP past chairman. He was there. He was there. he was. This is where I got excited. This is where I got really excited. And let me tell you where I got let down, Benedict. Tom Morrissey does appear, and he does roast Joe Arpaio. But the only audio available of the, ad, of the event cuts off like a minute into his set. Oh, like, that's so we, we get nothing. We get nothing of Tom Morrissey. I was really disappointed in that. Also, they had uh, milk chocolate banana bread pudding for dessert. So in case that's... you were wondering. Nice. Uh, With a dark rum anglaise, is what it says on the menu there. So, Benedict, I thought, why don't we listen to Steven Seagal? And I'll give you a little bit of uh, his introduction here from the guy who's emceeing the event. Um, I'll tell you, Steven definitely wrote his own material. Okay. Definitely. (laughs) Um, And I don't think anybody told him what a roast was before he got started. (laughs) Okay. Also, the audio is not great, so, you know, sorry for this. We might
1: not do this for long, then. Camera. <laughs> uh,
3: this just in, by the way, under uh, under Bill 1062, uh, the voters of Pinellas County will not have to vote for Sheriff Fabius.
0: What? Local political comedy. They have to anyway, but they're just
3: clarifying the law. That's all. What they're doing with 1062. Come <laughs> on. Uh, this next gentleman. Um, when when the uh, yeah, idea was kicked around that he might run for governor, uh, on our show, um, I'm actually, I just told him a few minutes ago, uh, I'm a big fan, and there's so many of his films that have had these, the three-word name, you know? Uh, hard to kill, you know, out for justice. So I said, if you're going to run for governor, you got to have a three-word campaign
0: slogan. In to win. Balance of blood.
1: And Steven Seagal. Okay. So,
0: you know, if you're How emceeing, many people are in this room? Oh, uh, God, it's got to be a big room. It sounds like a big room. right? Yeah. This is, I don't have video. I just have audio. Sounds
1: members. actually. Okay, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. But, you know, if you're going to introduce Steven Seagal, I mean, that's about the best you can do. You're not like, allowed to make fun of Steven Seagal, even though it's a fucking roast, and you should— but, yeah. like,
1: yeah, fine, whatever. All right, Claim come on it. then, let's hear it. Let's hear two seconds of speaking. Well, didn't I had no idea that I was going to
0: be speaking tonight? So, I, I really. He had no idea he was going to be speaking tonight, despite the fact that he was listed on the program as a speaker. <laughs> yeah. Although, to be fair, they might have just not have told him they wanted him to do something. Either. Maybe
1: he wasn't invited. that's I mean, Also possible. Program. Yeah. I'm
0: not going to fit into the
3: characteristic of uh, funny. Everybody's funny tonight. Uh, what I have to do Cool. Tonight. And what I do want to say is never in my life did I ever believe that our country
0: by people people. So I mean like tracks with the book he eventually put out a few years yep. after this. You yeah, know, so, I,
1: If you didn't hear it again uh, It's kind of hard to hear So I mean he said it never in his life Well first of all he said I'm not going to be funny yeah. <laughs> Everyone's very <laughs> funny I'm not funny Thanks and for then warning he, us Stephen you know, And then he said I wouldn't believe the country would be taken over by people like the people that run it Which you know sure yeah, Gives us fine. gives us some idea of his mindset Yeah, um, I'm, not sure much, more it. yeah I'm not sure how much It's, of this, it's like, very stand. short It's very okay, short He's right, not up there very
0: long Okay
3: uh, I think that um, when we have a leadership that thinks that the Constitution of the United States of America is a joke, when we have a president who has almost a thousand executive orders now,
2: when we have
3: a Department of Justice that thinks that any kind of a uh, judicial system that they
0: make up as they're going on can get by so very clearly Benedict he Kill is killer roast absolutely Just punchline
1: after <laughs> punchline yeah
0: he is completely unprepared and making can, this up off the dome
1: I can hear him writing this in his head as he's saying it <laughs> me too with whatever
0: they decide
3: that they want. Do. Like said
0: you know, the fast and the furious what fast and furious comes up we've already gotten that go. in the book like a dozen times What's happened with the fast and the furious and why wasn't i in that movie why didn't they want me i can drive cars i drove in formula 1 i'm doing trump now that's not as ago you you should be
1: you shouldn't be talking about the Fast and the Furious when this speech sounds like we should be taking away his car keys. Like.
0: <laughs> there was... Okay, there was... So Tom Horn, the Arizona Attorney General, when he did his set, uh, he closed with a joke about everyone be careful because there's DUI checkpoints on the road leading away from here. And uh-huh. I got a chuckle because Tom Horn, notoriously, for people who pay attention to politics like me, was arrested for criminal speeding... <laughs> During cool. his time as Arizona Attorney General,
1: um, I'm done with Stephen okay. speaking on this. Okay. Don't you, Mike? Yeah. I think.
0: Yeah, we're pretty done with that. It's not great, but uh, so the Western Conservative Conference Benedict. Have you ever heard of that? No. Do you? Uh, uh, are you familiar with a man by the name of Joseph Farah? Uh,
1: no, Jay Farah, the impressionist. I am but,
0: <laughs> 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 different person, uh, but Joseph Farah Benedict. Uh, he is the founder of the Western Journalism Center. Um, okay. And which oh yeah, on, Western
1: journalism. Yeah. Well, it's not different to the puts Western on the journalism. Western Conservative Conference. Okay. Uh,
0: he is also the founder of World Net Daily, cool. which notorious for putting out absolutely completely made up fake news stories. That's awesome. his thing. It's great. I thought that was funny. But Benedict, why don't we've been putting it off because I mean, like it, it's a little sad to be getting to our last installment of this. It, this beautiful, wonderful book. Um, it's
1: not sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's why not. don't we go ahead yeah. and do it again? But I next! forget, we, we got to chapter 20, we're doing 27. 27 is where 27, we we're picking yeah, back yeah. up this time, right, right? Because right. we had
0: that break, and then there's the big action sequence in mm-hmm. 27. So, we pick up on chapter 27, titled, Shadow Wolves Fight for America's Future. And Which
1: be- is a reasonable description of this chapter, I Okay, guess. so I
0: mean... I have a bone to pick, and it's not like important or anything, but I have somewhat of a bone to pick with the very idea that this particular terrorist plot posed any real threat whatsoever to America. Yeah, future. I mean, we'll
1: we'll talk about it when we get there, I yeah. guess. But but like. Even the plot itself is like, we're going to do an attack big enough that America is going to start infighting, which bitch yeah. we already are. Oh, yeah, like- you didn't
0: even have to <laughs> do anything for that. You could have just waited, like, really. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, honestly, the idea is, as you said, I'll, I'll do the spoiler. Basically, sure. they think that bombing a couple of tourist attractions is going to so divide America that it will fall and the jihadists will take over the united states
1: which okay is extremely dumb based on the one terrorist attack that actually hit yeah. america which, which like united the country like nothing has ever done
0: which which to be which to be clear would have killed the, the one attack that did happen 911 did kill more people than this planned terrorist attack would have killed yeah like that's honestly like Considering where they're attacking, we already talked about the Grand Canyon Skybridge, max yep. occupancy, like and, 120. And
1: the Statue of Liberty. The Statue also. of
0: Liberty, right? That was, I remember the Statue of Liberty. We'll talk was about the other Sears ones as we get to. I don't want to spoil all of yeah, them okay, because some okay. of them are so fantastic. Yeah, they but, are. Okay, but, cool. but going back to the Golden Gate Bridge one, like there is another much more famous much more practical target for a terrorist attack on the Colorado River. You hear me, FBI? You hear me talking about it? It's called the Hoover fucking Dam.
1: Yeah, you said Golden Gate Bridge, which isn't what Sorry, you Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get
0: to it. Anyways, but this chapter begins, quote, They came together as John explained the strategy he felt would render the best results in rescuing his mother.
1: Sorry, Eric. this is just after he's sworn them in as deputies. Right, right. Eric, Combe, and they and they were all together. And who's, now who's at the beginning of this chapter, jeans, right, yeah, they 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 come together again. Yes,
0: they're all together and they're getting ready to go in. Remember that the uh, his mom, John's mom, is at the cave that uh, Jimmy's brother was. at. was it Jimmy, Jimmy Bagay. I forget Jim, which one is which. Too,
1: Jimmy was at the Jimmy cave. Jimmy is sweet. No, no, Jimmy is not Sweet Tooth. Jimmy is Sweet Tooth's brother.
0: I can't fucking remember all these people, damn it. Uh, Jimmy
1: is decayed tooth. He's slightly older Sweet Tooth.
0: (laughs) Neither of them had very good dentistry uh, in their young lives. Uh, But so, yes, they're preparing to go to that cave and rescue John's mom. So, quote, continues. Eric Kahn commented, John... I think that maybe you might have too much of an emotional investment here. And Completely different And you should run accent, by a you? few of us before we agree on which way <laughs> to go, Pilgrim. No. I've switched over to John Wayne for him because I think that's what, it, that's what Tom Morrissey okay. wanted. That's for his All author right. insult insert. Sense. Who? Oh, I can't spoil it. I can't spoil it. I was about no. to spoil it. I can't spoil no, it. No, don't. Don't, don't. That'd be great, Marshall. But we don't have time to hand ring. We got to move now. Move? Sure. Con replied. Move now? Not so sure. He looked around at the group before returning his attention to John. If we go in shooting, there's a good chance your mom is a casualty.
1: Hasn't stopped them at any point Has so far this time. Every so, time they go in, guns every time blazing, they have the option to go in shooting, they absolutely go in shooting. Just so we always know exactly what's going to happen.
0: Relying on their supernatural powers to never hit the wrong person. Because yep. as we know with cops in this country, they never shoot the wrong person, no, they always famously. shoot what they're aiming for. Uh, google police shoot wrong person uh but so yes they're getting ready to go in this they know about the cave because jimmy told them about it where it is and they're preparing for this whole thing and thus proceeds the most confusing description <laughs> so of geography weird. and how people get from point a to point b and how any or order of events happens yep. i have no idea what happened here during the attack on the cave none
1: of it makes any well, sense that's- That's the first part. The second part is like Gatto. If you remember Gatto. Yes. Do you remember Gatto? I do. Okay. Gatto is the jihadist who's not really a jihadist because he met this dude named Maham. I'm still
0: holding out hope that he is Pussy. That he is the one we learned from early on who was, was given the nickname Pussy and that he changed it to Gatto to save face. That's still what I'm hoping for
1: yeah he's not though because he's been completely useless throughout this whole thing there is no reason for Gato to be there
0: there really isn't like, he was he was just a brief plot device at one point to the, deliver more the, news the to John but not the plot forward
1: at all really he yeah. was just like hey there's a conspiracy and John was like I know I, and then the only thing that he added was like hey this guy named Mohammed says you're awesome yeah, and that's yeah. it that's all well, Gato you know, has added he
0: can, he can remove people's hats with his feet so <laughs> So we know John can be trusted.
1: <laughs> Still, on, the man. funniest thing to happen in this book. So funny.
0: We oh god, it's so good. So yes, <clears throat> Ali Malouf uh, and his guys. You know, they're they're crossing up across the border. They're coming in. They're bringing in all their terrorists. They basically the got porous a convoy border.
1: One. It's, full right. it's
0: full of pores. a porous border. Yes, that is how yep. it's described. Uh, but you know, we are told quote the convoy was larger than the previous convoys and with good reason for this one was indicative of what they were preparing for since the arrival of the jihadists in Mexico several years earlier. Their weaponry had become more and more sophisticated since the fall of Benghazi. Which Benghazi. Lent- <laughs> it's like we should have had a fucking bingo uh, yeah, board before we started doing this book, just so we have all the things we need to check off, whatever we'll, they, they throw out. We would have done it
1: friend. multiple times by now. Oh, yeah,
0: we would have gotten so many <laughs> knickknacks from the table up front of the bingo hall. Uh, But yes, they're saying that that's where they got all all this uh, fancy equipment, because after Benghazi, that's when the U.S. government started cooperating with all these terrorists.
1: Yeah, you know, after a terrorist attack, that's when you're like, yeah, these terrorists seem reasonable.
0: Well, I mean, you do have to remember that the right wing conspiracy is that the Obama administration and Hillary Clinton withheld like troops from going in to save the people at the embassy because they wanted him dead and stuff like There's very—it's hard to say, like, there's any one single version of that conspiracy theory because there's, like, a dozen of them, right? They always change. But, like, generally, yeah, I can see how if you believe that conspiracy theory, that's how you get from point A to point B. -er. It doesn't make sense still, but that's where they're going with. So we cut back, right? We had that brief uh, aside to Maloof and his guys coming through the desert. And then we cut back to John. And remember, Malouf is not at the cave, right? Malouf is going to— No, he
1: asks about the cave contingent, and then they were like, well, I haven't heard anything.
0: Sounds nice like they're doing good. I'm sure those guys we haven't been in contact with for a while, they're all fine. All perfectly <laughs> fine. But uh, the,
1: guy, the guy who can take your hat off with his shoes, or whatever the fuck it is.
0: So we cut back over to John. It says, quote, John's group continued moving slowly toward the cave, and when they were less than two miles out, they stopped and gathered in a circle, again discussing the approach. John said, Remember the snake clusters around this part of the desert? You know how pissed off a snake can get if you interrupt their getting some. Step carefully, especially near the cave.
1: Okay, so the rattlesnakes are fucking. I, yes. And...
0: Well, Benedict, I I know you know the common American phrase uh, that someone uh, uh, fucks like a rattlesnake, uh, <laughs> because of how well known it is that rattlesnakes like to fuck a lot and get angry if you interrupt them. Oh no. It's All right. right to be fair, it could be it could be like I, I Arizona too thing. rattle
1: my tail. <laughs>
0: I keep a maraca next to the bed <laughs> to warn anyone who might be interrupting me getting some.
1: <laughs> Just you hear the door slamming outside of <laughs> one of your neighbors. You start <laughs> shaking <your> maraca. <laughs> <laughs> My glasses are falling I- seen
0: you laugh that hard in a while <laughs> oh that
1: was good, that was good um so anyway well i was
0: very excited that the snakes are back right me too back. so
1: i wrote in my book oh my god are they gonna form a snake legion <laughs> um which oh sadly, my god no no don't. J-
0: J- look here's what happens I'll, I'll spoil the rest of the book for everyone. Yeah. Um, so John merges with the snakes <laughs> like the God Emperor of Doom.
1: He becomes a giant snake. Okay. He imbibes when, okay. the
0: spice. <laughs> so,
1: so when we were talking about this before, uh, before the show, I'm I I know, refer- t- no, me too. I refer to this as Chekhov's rattlesnake. And, I am extremely <laughs> sad. They they wildly misuse Chekhov's rattlesnake. Yes, they do in the, 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 they introduce the rattlesnake, but then don't use it in the fun and interesting way <laughs> that he can talk to snakes and could actually unionize the rattlesnakes <laughs> and organize a battalion. They don't do that. Uh-huh. They just they well, we'll see what they do. But it's like they, Czech- they call, it's like introducing they call bad a gun. With snakes. It's like introducing a gun in the first act of a play and then using that not to shoot someone. One, but by dropping it on the floor to distract him. <laughs> like.
0: That's pretty much it. Yeah. So yeah. yes, um, there are snakes nearby. We learned about that. And then of course they do a, a war dance uh, like you do out in the desert. Always great to have a white guy writing Native yep. American characters. But John tells them, <clears throat> use the knives first if you can. Silent gun seconds. Alicia,
1: you have the baton? She's always got her baton, baby. Uh-huh. Let's go.
0: <laughs> and I do, I do love that every time this guy describes the baton, he describes it as those 16 inches of metal. There's something very phallic in this guy's also, mind related to the batons. the fact
1: that she says, always have my baton, and she says, you know that better than anyone. <laughs> yes! But you've been doing that with Look, that baton, Alicia.
0: <laughs> I- I'm just going to say it. John likes getting pegged by batons. I mean, there's no other explanation for all this going on in the book She's always ready to go. No shame. No shame (laughs) at all. But come on, man. Just be more open about your life. Sometimes uh, people want to hear about it. Uh, (laughs) So, yes, they're making their way towards the cave where all this is. And, like, basically everything is described to us in terms of their distance from the cave. (laughs) <laughs> the geographically it is described oh they were two miles from the cave they were 250 feet from the cave they were 50 feet from the cave none of this is helpful whatsoever in us as a, a reader trying to figure out how that, this scene
1: works in our mind as a reader who doesn't know where the cave is yes
0: and has no idea what the area around the cave looks like no clue whatsoever it doesn't help but we do also learn that in addition to her baton Alicia
1: has a MAC-10 on her back Yep, under six hours.
0: Yeah, and I did just a little funny moment for me in my mind is I, I imagined it was the rapper Mac Ten who she had <laughs> on her back, just he's just hanging back there, and she pulls him out and points him at somebody, yells "Soo-whoop!" Uh, but uh, I'm a fan of West West Side Connect, uh, but that's just me. So yes, they're worried that these 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 uh, uh, watchers. What do you call it? a guard? I guess of the cave. Watchers, lookouts. That's the word I was yeah. looking for, something like that. <laughs> That they might have night goggles.
1: Well, okay, but the way they introduce that is also the funniest way of introducing <laughs> the fact that they might have night goggles ever. Because it's like, it, I don't know who says it, but I think it's John. Yeah, it's John. He says, "I smell a rat here," uh-huh. which is like, it's like going into a game, be like, "There's cheating afoot." They're not using <laughs> their bare eyes. Yes, like, how's exactly.
0: That? How's that smelling a rat? I what wanted John about? to yell across the desert. No, we said
1: no night goggles allowed. (laughs) We had clear rules of engagement. I can't
0: tell if you took the batteries out. I'm not going to believe you. You'll be cheating. (laughs) Like, that'd be great. That would be really fun to me. So that means, since he thinks they might have night goggles, uh, that John, who is apparently invisible to night vision, is going to sneak off by himself with some shadow wolves uh, and try and take these guys out. Because as we know, night goggles can't see shadow wolves. That's how. No, works.
1: and he is also using his own night vision equipment. So he yeah. is also a rat.
0: <laughs> yes, he also, you know, it's like that thing. You're playing the game, your friend cheats, you get to cheat back, right? Yep. If they peek and look at where your battleship is, you get to look at where theirs is too. You get to punch them
1: in the face. Exactly. That's <laughs> these how this are the rules. works. Uh, rules between
0: friends. Uh, but so they see these guards out in front of the cave, right? And they worry that there might be booby traps here But Jerry Jerry Who is someone I don't think we've met at all I
1: don't know who the yet. fuck Jerry is He's just There's a bit out. later okay. in this Where someone like the, uh, the like traitor. a key character yeah. yeah i don't who remember him either that? i was thinking yeah. that too i was
0: like wait who the fuck was this when did we meet this person we did i went
1: back i and maybe vaguely remember the name but this was not someone who ever mattered throughout this yeah. book anyway there's a traitor that we'll get on to shortly yeah yeah we'll get and there no matter who you think it is it's not because no. you can't remember no. this person's name because it's name. not one of
0: the characters that <laughs> fucking matters <laughs> Uh, but so Jerry, random person, part of the Shadow Wolves, he damn near almost got himself bit by a rattler. Uh, Which so you would course, think
1: John would be able to say, don't bite Jerry, he's nice. Yes.
0: But but so you know what that means. You know what happens anytime a character in this book encounters a rattlesnake? They put it in a bag and take it <laughs> along with them, yep. like you do. Because as we all know, rattlesnakes can't escape bags. Uh, no. no. The snakes can't get out the, of them.
1: They're, they're actually who the, who the phrase can't fight their way out of a wet paper bag. That's exactly. about rattlesnakes. The snakes. Yeah. It's about
0: rattlesnakes. That and, and uh, oh boy, if a rattlesnake is having sex in a wet paper bag, we
1: are all in trouble. That's why all the food. bag's wet. <laughs> 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 it was a dry paper bag when it went in. It's not <laughs> <on> anymore. <laughs>
0: But so, yes, now they have a snake. They have a MAC-10,
1: but they also have a snake now. (laughs) What are we going to do? Should we fire the MAC-10 or should we (laughs) throw the snake in a bag?
0: Let's see, we have high-powered firearms or, hear me out,
1: got a snake in a bag. (laughs) Also, you know what famously doesn't make any noise? Someone that's been bit by a (laughs) rattlesnake. So the plan is um, to literally to throw the snake at them. yes, just to <laughs>
0: throw the snake at one of the guards out front of the cave, which is gonna freak him out, and then I guess step three, profit.
1: Yeah. But it's like, hey, we have got to do this sneakily. Let's start by throwing a rattlesnake at someone and having them very publicly, very loudly freak out. Well, oh, you
0: know how you throw a snake stealthily. It's like uh, it's like nighttime frisbee golf. You, you what gotta do you sure think you the throwing the technique for a rattlesnake is? Oh, is God. it like a
1: javelin or is it like a, like a distance? Do you grab it?
0: Okay, do you grab it by the head or by the tail?
1: Which way do you go? Uh, you you got to maybe just do it while it's still in the bag and hope it falls out. while it... <laughs> Then you're going to waste a perfectly good bag. Come yeah. on here. I have
0: no idea. But so, yes, they drop this snack, this, this uh, snake bag. This Snag. It's a snake bag. It's a snag. Uh, they drop the snake down onto the guards, which causes, of course, someone to go, holy fuck, a snake! Mm-hmm. Um, and they get bit by the snake, which causes two other people to run out of the cave and find out what's happening, right? And, you know, as they do, they, they shot the snake, which was presumably near their buddy, They just open fire on a snake on the ground that had just bit their friend? Yeah. It feels reckless is all I'm saying, really. But as soon as that happens, John jumps from where? Who the fuck knows? We aren't given proper descriptions. We need to know where all this is happening. But he jumps on one of the guards and slits his throat immediately. Alicia comes in, because she's a badass, takes out some of the others, and then they get into the cave, and they find John's mom. With Kazi. Where well, they find his mom being held by Kazi Kamir, right? Kazi mm. Kamir has John's mother, and she's got a gun to her head, and that leads us to the first. what is this the we get like three John fights today? Don't we? I yeah. think. I think we get. I'm three.
1: sad that he didn't make a come here pun. Come I, here, Kazi. I, like, <laughs> I, you know that felt right. Yeah,
0: but so this is the first of two times today. We're gonna get references to the whole pig's blood thing. Yeah, the,
1: yeah. The, the, I did a hate crime, nothing personal, but just yeah, uh,
0: completely unnecessary weird racism and and creepy stuff. Yeah. It's uh, also just like
1: Never mind. It, like, I just don't understand it, other than from a hate crime. perspective. Well, so it like, goes
0: back to Donald Trump. No, I know those what it is.
1: I know what the reference is. Yeah. I just like like surely that would make the round less efficient. Like I just don't understand. Apart from like the only reason to do it is from a hate crime perspective. Oh, right? it, it, exactly. Like the, it's,
0: it's. I mean, and look, this book obviously the book. These are terrorists. But the thing is that this is this is generally how they feel about all quote unquote the Muslims. You know, that's that's yeah. the thing that really comes through. Is just it's also hatred. it's
1: also just like, oh, because he's like, I dip my rounds in pig's blood and also in my knife, which is just like, oh, no, now I extra don't want to get cut. Like, I obviously don't want you to cut me like, who, like yeah. what? <laughs> oh, no. Bullets. Bullets.
0: But they might have some contamination from swine? Ah, yeah. oh, well, now I'm worried about those. Yeah. I wouldn't have been too concerned before.
1: Otherwise, yeah. It's,
0: it's also this weird melted brain thing in right wing stories. Because this is something that I also remember from. Um, I've talked about the other right wing authors who've done fiction, yeah, like Brad yeah. Thor and them. Like, they'll have stuff like this in their books. It's this thing where they, you know. Uh, 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 in, in in for example uh, Christianity right there are certain things you're you're not supposed to do right you're not supposed to take the Lord's name. if you had a gun to your head I think most people who would who are religious would agree yeah your, your God would probably forgive you if you just went ahead and did what the guy with the gun said to do um, mm-hmm. but they're they're unwilling to recognize that you know religions like Islam might have similar considerations. For yeah.
1: stuff like that. Anyway, it's carry weird. On. Sorry.
0: Anyway, so yes, there's a fight scene here that is I'm gonna say pretty boring. This one is. This one's not it's not no, that great. But gray. he
1: does leap across distance like a panther through the darkness. Oh yes. So. Uh,
0: I, I did I was gonna bring up our one uh, comparison to a random animal. Our
1: one animal simile. They're I all cats. They tend to be cats. I don't think no, we've to do cats. No, that's the one first yet. one. It's cause it's dark. Ah, so he's like, What's that a dark sense. animal? Panther. That makes sense.
0: But so yes, they're they're fighting uh, and they're circling each other. Kazi moved towards John, slicing the air in front of him. But John parried the move as he gauged the Persian terrorist's speed and technique. Weird to call him Persian. Like, I get that, that some people will identify as Persian. I think a lot of
1: Iranians call themselves Persian. Do they?
0: Is that a big yeah, thing? Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you met my uh, one of my college roommates uh, who's Iranian. He would he would say Persian a lot.
1: Yeah, uh, I think one of my people I live with um, said he was Persian as well.
0: Yeah, but weird for the I don't know. It's just weird for the author to use that, especially since yeah, he wants you would think Tom he would be Bucky like Iranian. Morrissey. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, exactly. Um, but then they're in the middle of this fight, and John just says randomly again, "Pig's blood, asshole!" Like out of nowhere, John's just trying to bring that. They keep, and then it comes up again after he manages to cut Kazi He says, "How's that pig blood feel, asshole?" And my response would
1: be, "I don't know. I
0: only feel the knife wound." yeah <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> i am not a magic being <laughs> that <I don't... laughs> is killed by pig's blood
0: yes i am i am not a werewolf uh you are not gonna be able to kill me with uh, random things but yes uh kazi lunges at john john makes a ghost move is literally what the text says and then stabs him through the right throat killing him instantly there it is kazi kimira is dead and then John's mom. Was it
1: John or was it Alicia? I think it was John's Does mom. A, okay, this is a, maybe more of a biological question. Does being stabbed in the throat kill you instantly? Pro- it feels like it wouldn't.
0: I mean, like, maybe if you cut through the spine, like, the, the yeah. what's the name of the portion of the brain that, like, goes down through the neck? Like the There's brain stem? Yes, the brain stem. Yeah. If you cut through the brain stem,
1: probably. I yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, let that would uh, look, kill there, you instantly, let's know.
0: There, I can see someone down on the street outside my window. I'll go test it out <laughs> let and me I'll come try. back and let you know. All right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Cuz what are we counting as instantly? Cuz I think like 10 hold, seconds, hold on, that's hold on not one instant. instant. And we're back. So Ben it does not kill instantly.
1: <laughs> instantly. <laughs> okay. You
0: got a good 5 or 6 seconds of gasping for air. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that feels right. But so now they have rescued John's mother. Everyone there is dead. Everyone is happy and John's mother says, "I saw your grandfather's movements in your actions, John. So I guess grandfather was doing a whole lot of murdering, is uh, what we Must should have probably been. take from that. Yeah, doing a whole lot of killing out there in the middle of. The a day. lot of
1: yelling about pig's blood for some yeah. reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he liked to make a nice smoked sausage. Um, so he would, you know, you got to get the, sure. the blood out of the meat. You don't want to leave yeah. that unless you make it a blood sausage. Oh, great, love that. love one of those. Mm, everyone loves a good blood sausage. Is that part of the English breakfast?" What's that Uh, Black pudding, which is
1: similar, yeah. It's not not dissimilar. It's made with, with,
0: yeah, that. So now they're all sort of wrapping up and figuring out where they go from here. And this is where we get Jimmy finally telling everyone what the gist of the plan is. And it says, quote, He made some notes on the specifics, which he wrote in a code he had invented in case he was discovered. And Benedict, I'm going to tell you, none of this really required a code. You could have just remembered this part. But fine, but fine. Quote, They're going to blow up the Mall of America near Minneapolis tomorrow during the peak shopping hours, late morning. And then they're going to hit the Statue of Liberty a short time after the mall attack. Then they're going to do something at the Sears building in Chicago, to which made me laugh so hard, so fucking hard, because Tom Morrissey, who's an Arizona guy, is still calling it Sears Tower. (laughs) I think a lot of people do, to be fair. (laughs) To be fair. Still true. But that, so that's three of our targets that we're learning about here. We're going to learn about a couple more a little bit later. But so we got the Mall of America,
1: Benedict. That would be bad. Which okay.
0: has a, a Snoopy-themed theme park in the center of it, in case you've never been. Uh, <laughs> I have been to the Mall of America many times because my dad's from Minneapolis, so we used okay. to go when I was a kid. Uh, it does indeed have a Peanuts-themed uh, theme park in the center of it. Other than that, it's, it's just a big mall. Please
1: off. don't nuke Snoopy.
0: Yeah, please don't. <laughs> Snoopy doesn't deserve that. Please don't do that. But the Statue of Liberty, okay, that one makes sense at least if you're going after like symbols. Ah, uh,
1: not really. I mean, I guess, yeah.
0: I mean, come on, it's the Statue of Liberty. Like, okay, yes. If it was knocked down, we would just rebuild it, like that. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be a World Trade Center situation. It would. Literally I feel like just if you're going to do
1: something in New York, do the World Trade Center again, and if you're going I for mean, symbolism.
0: No, you know it. It's so passe. That's anyway. Benedict, it's, whatever. Carry it's on. It's so two thousand one. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's yeah. Carry on. Even I don't like that joke. Nope. Uh,
0: but then we get Jimmy talking about all this, right? About how uh, uh he was involved with this and whatever, and you know, well, he watched also him pull no, oh, no, 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 no. Yes, yeah, that's the okay. line I'm going to okay. get to. Yeah, okay, okay. He says, "Quote, I wasn't sure about using my phone even." Sorry, I'm doing the wrong accent there. I wasn't sure about using my phone even. I don't think they trusted me. I don't think that they trust anybody without a prayer rug. He produced a crucifix he was wearing under his shirt. They treat these things like vampires treat them. And I really wanted, like, a cut scene in the book to all of the Muslims acting like the cast of What We Do in the Shadows. Just... (laughs) I really wanted all of that. That would have been so great. That really would have been uh, what I needed in this book. But they try and figure out now right, what they're going to do, right? And they decide Armando Grant, who has not come back into the book for a long time, other than just reference to him, um, th- they're going to have him clean up all the dead bodies because, you know, that's what you do with dead bodies is call your boss and lie to him about what happened and have him clean him up. Yep. That seems to be their strategy, I don't uh-huh. know if that's the best strategy on the planet. It's not.
1: I can say that it's not. I can firmly tell you that that is not the best strategy on the planet. It
0: is a strategy, though. So they decide that Emma is going to go to the hospital. Alicia is going to take her. That'll be important for later. Not for right now, but for a little bit later. Uh, but they're taking off. Everybody is here going, you know, what the fuck are we going to do next? And that brings us to Chapter 28. Which is what so- we're going to do next. The Saudi White House Jihadist Plan. And it begins... The convoy of vehicles rolling through the desert from the south moved along under the cover of night with the precision of the military unit it was. A military unit led by a radical jihadist composed of a mixture of well-trained Islamists and cold-blooded carteleros. In the lead vehicle, Ali Malouf dialed his phone trying to reach Wilson. But the reception was so bad, the call did not go through. Which
1: is like your uncle telling you a story about like, oh, I was, you know, I was trying oh, so hard. Reception I, so I, bad, I was, call couldn't know, even go through.
0: We were stuck in the stairwell, and it turns out it was the janitor all along. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. He uh, decided to wait until they were farther along before trying again. He was on fire with anticipation of the coming events, which he felt would change history itself, bringing down the great Satan and raising the black flag of jihad, ultimately wherever the American flag once flew. And this is where, this is where I had no clue what was going on. What had happened in Iraq, Afghanistan, France, California, and Florida was about to happen
1: throughout the entire United... What? So I think... Does he think my, California my has been taken over by jihadists? No. So I think he's talking about specific attacks. So I think he's talking about the Paris oh. attack. I think he's talking about the San Bernardino attack. And I okay. think he's talking about the Pulse nightclub attack. That makes Florida. more sense.
0: I yeah. thought he... Because the right likes to argue that France is like controlled by Muslims now. No, so following yeah, no, that I think, list, I thought he was saying that like those two states are basically run by the Muslims like yeah, they liked it. yeah yeah that's no, what no. I, was I think
1: thinking. I think okay. these were specific references to Charlie Hebdo oh okay. San Bernardino because this is you have to remember this came out in like 2017 2018 yeah. so these things were all like fresh in the mind
0: that makes more sense uh, we should really get into the mind of these authors more I know. that's what we really need to do
1: but yes we learn
0: again that all this is happening because America is weak and blah 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 they're gonna be killing each other in the streets after the Grand Canyon sky Bridge is destroyed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that brings us
0: back to a, I'm never going to not bring that one up no. really, really, that's your big one huh, that's yep. that's the one we're going to talk about here, uh, it cuts back over to John, and we get quote John was outside the cave talking with Marshall Kahn about what they should do to try to prevent the attacks that were already rolling their way he said, according to what I'm hearing from Jimmy Bagaye, the plan is to attack our cultural icons at which point I said, protect Tom Holland and Zendaya, <laughs> now get them in a bunker
1: Tom Holland is British, but guys. You
0: know him. what? He's American enough for me. He does a good uh, young American boy accent, I guess. Uh, he's my Spider-Man. Shut up. Sure. Yes, this is all going into uh, another... How, how do these keep happening, Benedict? I don't know how to describe them, but character suddenly reveals they have connections to a secret network of patriots.
1: So... This is my favorite part about, the. I think, maybe the whole book. Yeah? Is Eric Kahn is like, I have to work for the country, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who the president oh, is.
0: Oh, we can't skip that dialogue. I'm sorry. That, I'll get back to you a I'll read that dialogue, and then I'll let okay. you continue, okay? That's fine. Go ahead. <clears throat> Before he could stop himself, John blurted, I don't know how you can work for these people. What people? Kahn regarded the big lawman, a bit startled by his outburst. You know what I'm talking You know what and who I'm talking about. The president and his hand puppet attorney general. My gut is that all this comes right back to them, lying right at their feet. There was fire in his eyes as he unloaded on the marshal. How does a man like you work for people like them? Khan stood in cold silence, then took a deep breath before saying, I don't work for them. (laughs) Then who is it you work for, marshal? I know that you know probably better than me who these people in this president's administration are. They have ceded the government with Muslim Brotherhood members who hate our country. This president has opened the borders, and everybody and his uncle have flooded in. We don't know who or whether they are. We've lost control, and that's exactly what they wanted. This great half-white father who lives in D.C. Who boy. who <laughs> yeah. boy. Okay.
1: Mm. That's okay.
0: Ah, boy, they like to point out that Obama's half-white, don't they? Yep. Because, boy, does that bother them. Boy, it does. That Obama's father took one of their women, uh, who lives in D.C. and has released people from Gitmo, who went right back into the killing field, killing my brothers in arms, this very day. Big Lawman paused for a moment. For what? He traded—and this is the thing. We keep getting this. The Bo weird Bordeaux, tirades, yeah, yeah. completely <laughs> disconnected from what's going on in the book. Just He's an excuse so to bring right-wing
1: grievances yeah. in for some reason. So mad about Bo himself Yeah, Bordeaux, so.
0: he brings in Bo Bergdahl, But then Khan reacts. The country, John. I work for the country. It doesn't matter whose ass is planted in the Oval Office. They come and go. The country remains. So, yeah, that's right. Re- that, now, it's So now, okay. That's you a continue. good
1: perspective from, from Marshall Eric Kahn. John does not understand this, sure. nor does he sympathize this. And I would just like to point out, he is pacing like an angry tiger during all of this. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Just another, I, need, I another need a second highlighter and... color for the animal references. That's really yeah. what I should have
0: done. But so, I interrupted you. Now I'll no, so
1: you actually what I was going to talk about was on the next page anyway, so it's fine. Okay. But, basically... Oh, the ultimate tyranny fail-safe net? Yeah, Yes. Which okay. So <laughs> my understanding <laughs> of what he describes, he says, so, for the, so he he's like, I'm gonna pull the pit. This is again one of those things where like, why didn't you tell anyone this earlier? Um, same yes. with the the security guard, Native American dude. Who Look, at you the use casino.
0: the ultimate kamehameha at the beginning. Okay, yeah, you don't always, wait for the end.
1: Always use your secret superpower. Um, so he's like, I have a secret, basically. Mm-hmm. And then John's like, okay, I'm yeah. game. And he says it like I'm, this. I, I, I have a secret. I have a secret. So he says, it's the ultimate and only tyranny fail net we have in this country. And John says, I'm not sure I'm following you. Whatever. <laughs> oh, you were a much more Dark Knight with yeah, you, I John. I was, yeah. And then,
0: <laughs> I'm not okay. wearing hockey pants.
1: <laughs> Khan took John by the arm and guided him away from the others before he spoke. Because it's important that nobody overhears this. Yes, of course. This is for you and you alone to hear. I'm not doing the voice. I wish there was another way to do this, but there isn't. So here goes. He took a deep breath. There is a group of command officers within the military and in other places, people who guard us as a nation and who, for the last five years or so, have been doing things under the radar to try to protect us from the enemy. Better, is, there a End word? is there a word the that a describes? The fucking deep state! <laughs> Eric Kahn has just described a Eric Kahn is part of the deep state, Benedict. Oh
0: my God! Just, no, look. So There's we're the good deep state. They're the bad like, deep state. Hey,
1: the deep state is bad, and they're well, undermining the president. We have the, the intramural president.
0: deep state soccer team games, and we, keep, I mean, we kick their ass every year, honestly, because we, oh, you can see our dicks through our jeans. But you know, like, <laughs> this is fucking. It's ridiculous.
1: so funny.
0: He's <laughs> literally describing a group. And he even goes on to say that these are people who are literal traitors to the country, which he qualifies as, uh, uh, what is it, uh, in the spirit... Oh, here it is. And I use the word treason. I'm, sorry, I got to do it in his accent. And I use the word treason because it's in the same spirit of the treasonous acts performed by our patriots during the
1: Revolutionary War.
0: So he's literally admitting... They're traitors within the U.S. government. They're a deep (laughs) state.
1: But in the Constitution, these people uh, are...
0: But no, no, no. They're the good guys, Benedict. They're the good guys. This is... Oh, my God. This, yes. This is is one of the better moments in the book. It's no... We get a, a moment. I find... Okay. Hats off with his feet. Number one moment. There's no beating that moment. There is nothing better in this. No, book that's the, this
1: whole book is about how the deep state undermines the president and should be illegal. No, and this then book like, is about
0: how you take people's hats off with your feet. That's, that's what this book is
1: about. <laughs> but, but then they're you know, <laughs> like, I oh, know that's a good deep state though, because that undermined Obama and he's, you know.
0: Right, right. Because it, look, in the end, all of this, the conspiracies and everything, it all comes down to one simple thing, and it is different policy preferences and moral, uh, uh, Foundations. That is what the difference is, but they don't have a way to square that with the fact that the country generally rejects all of their policy positions and moral foundations, right? So it all goes into this conspiracy bullshit. Well, we're just not winning because there's a conspiracy against us. It's not because we're unpopular and people don't like us. It's a no. conspiracy. So a whole lot of nothing happens for the next couple of page. Because yep. we don't even get like Khan uh, 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 gets on the phone with somebody. We don't even get any of that dialogue. We don't know what he's saying. We don't know who he's talking to. We
1: no, they're very obscurantist stuff. about it. They're like, we can't tell you who the good guys are.
0: Exactly, and I'm like, okay, but it's a book. You you could tell us. You,
1: you could, could make tell it up. Us who the good guys yep.
0: are. Uh, but so yeah, we basically skip over all that stuff and get to the attack at the hospital. Yeah where we get, finally, we learn who the the mole inside of the Shadow Wolves is. And it is Benedict! If you want to, you know, uh, br- uh, spoiler alert, all the people who've been waiting with bated breath to learn who is the mole, it is... Bellamy! Be- Be- Bell- Bellamy! Bell- Bellamy. Uh, you know, well, no, Bellamy? Yep. Um, West Bellamy, mayor of Kansas City, Missouri? Uh, I believe that's his name, Wes Bellamy. I'm ninety percent sure. Uh, I have no idea. But yeah, it was it was Bellamy all along. Who apparently Benedict says we learned of him earlier, but I don't. We remember did. It. I
1: think he was in the chapter "Hot Girl, Bad Boys." Yeah. <laughs> he, Be- How Bellamy dare is, you remind me? There was a chapter titled that. Bellamy is the the one who introduced. <laughs> Bellamy said Bellamy's only line of dialogue, as far as I can find. <laughs> is he, John John Goad walks back into the police precinct and Bellamy says, and I quote, where you been, Moose? <laughs> I <laughs> hope that,
0: it. I'm not going to go back and check, but I hope that it's his only line through the whole book.
1: It's not. They uh, they do, they have a little conversation. but He's the one that tells uh, her the, him that the reporter came to see him.
0: Okay, I vaguely remember something like that, but yeah. again look you're supposed to drop hints as to who the, the bad guy is or that there is a mo- this is you, you uh- Writing 101, take a class, is, Tom Morrissey. This
1: is where I wish I had a digital copy so that I could control F Bellamy and just see see uh, how many times I mean, he actually appeared in the book. I don't
0: remember. Was this available as a digital copy? It I probably is.
1: Probably. Maybe Most from
0: now are. on I should get a searchable PDF copy of these books. We're doing a show meeting on the air now. Maybe I should yep. get digital uh, searchable copies of these books. Maybe. For anyway, like that. carry on. Maybe I'll do that. So Bellamy goes to the hospital, right? He's on the phone with Douglas Wilson, special agent Douglas Wilson, who says, quote, I want you to go to the old woman and put her lights out and find a way to do the same to Goad's girlfriend. You got that, Bellamy? And again, because so many of these characters just do not understand idioms, I want them to say, well, I mean, like, I think they'll just come in and change the light
1: bulbs if I put them yeah, out. just so, turn the light bulbs back right, on. Right, okay.
0: right. I'd really, oh, these characters. But, so that's what's happening there. And then, smash cut over to a next thing, which is 50 miles south of Phoenix. And again, going back to my thoughts about which reservation we're talking about, part of this, because right, they're going after the reservation, this is part of why I think it was that one I identified on the last episode, mm-hmm. um, is because of this identification. 50 miles south of Phoenix, where they're going and getting ready to do their attack. Yep. That's just part of my thing. Anyways, But so they're setting out for a party in the desert to ring in the rise of the Islamic world caliphate, as you do. After they attack the Grand Canyon. <laughs> the sky bridge at the Grand mm-hmm. Canyon, Benedict. <laughs> That's, That's yes, it. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, Ali Maloof, he's out there in the desert. He's out here with all these people. He's getting his party ready. He's putting together tents, and you know they're uh, deciding um, what type of canopies they need, I suppose, yep. is what you do for a party. And then he remembers that he hasn't checked in on the cave in a while. So, he pulls out his phone and calls Jimmy. I'm reading. I'm going through this very fast because Jimmy like, says, none of it "Uh-oh." <laughs> Jimmy's like, "I blew a tire in the desert, boss, but I'm on my way back."
1: There's also a bit like never sounded anyone more. Never has anyone sounded more like they're lying in a, yes. in a dialogue than Jimmy yeah. on this page,
0: especially if you use the voice that I give him. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yes. So Jimmy has that phone call. He gets off. He tells John, "Oh man, he's 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 uh, he, he's curious. He's suspicious." Although nothing in the dialogue we got would indicate that, but apparently no. But he, but, uh,
1: that. well, only uh, only Jimmy's dialogue because it was deeply suspicious dialogue.
0: <laughs> I mean, everything having to do with Jimmy just naturally is. Yeah. But uh, we also get uh, this weird aside. Did I? Did I? It's just me that finds this weird. The aside about movies
1: it is weird yeah i underlined it too i also can i just read out the line before that 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 struck me which is uh like jimmy's like he thinks something's heading his way and then john's like he's right about that and then jimmy's like something like and then john said hell is headed his way (laughs) because we're coming and hell is coming with us like yeah we know what you meant like
0: (laughs) and then it continues this is what we were talking about with the movies Jimmy chuckled and commented, "'Ain't that a line from that movie about Wyatt Earp?' "'None other,' Marshall Kahn interjected. "'None other.' He tapped Jimmy on the shoulder and went on, "'Seems like you know your movies, Pilgrim.' <laughs> "'Yeah, I do,' Kahn cautioned. "'But don't you go thinking that this is some sort of movie plot, okay?' It's too poorly written for that.
1: I hate it when works of fiction reference that this isn't a work of fiction. I in, know. I, like, it really annoys me and I okay, don't know why. But
0: Benedict, this book literally began with like two pages of Tom Morrissey implying that all of this is real. So yeah. this is different than what I think you're talking about.
1: No, I know, but I just uh, th- I, that that's a different pet hate thing that I, I
0: have. I know, but I get it, I get, it. I agree with you. It is slightly annoying, like when when it's uh, you know in fucking when people die are like, this hard. is
1: like a movie, like bitch, it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I think there's a difference with this one because Tom Morrissey actually thinks all this stuff is real. Yeah, but so yeah, the Hollywood thing is weird. They go like. Uh, uh, I think Con it is who continue. Or no, maybe it's Jimmy. No, I understand that, but you know how Hollywood can always take something bad and make it worse. A
1: real slight on Steven Seagal's career, there.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. And I wanted him to continue. I wanted like the next one to be John cutting in and being doing something like. There have been
1: you know. some good movies though. There's some martial arts movies that are pretty great.
0: Because you know, all this started with him quoting a movie. I wanted him to cut in and be like, "Well, these bad guys are about to be under siege." Because they think they're above the law. But they're about to find out that we're hard to kill. And that they're marked for death. And that they're about to be uh, under siege to dark territory. I really wanted it to go on something like that where they just had to drop in Steven's movies. Like it was contractual. They needed to get at least one reference to Steven's career in there. Would have been funny to me. I would have enjoyed it. Maybe that's <laughs> just because my brain was broken by the time I got to this part of the chapter. So Bellamy, we cut back to him in the hospital again, right? And he follows an orderly into a storage closet, shoots him in the back of the head and kills him instantly. Boom, just all, all the deaths in this book seem to be like that. Just instant, bam, somebody dies right away. Uh, but he gets some scrubs, he's going around, and he makes it into John's mother's hospital room, where she asks him, Can you get me some water? To which he responds, You won't be needing that. Or anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because you're going to die.
0: I okay. love that so much. Like, look, just saying you won't be needing that, that's fine. The or anything on the end of that makes it so much more comical it's to me. So for, I it's so funny. It's like know space balls. Like. I really don't know why. But then a nurse walks in. He pulls out his gun on her. She faints and falls on the floor, which causes other people to run in. And then... Alicia immediately shoots him in the chest and kills him.
1: Oh yeah, without a hesitation.
0: Yeah. Like apparently okay. He had his gun in his He hand. goes
1: to pull his gun, but doesn't there's no reason why.
0: Alicia must have come in gun raised because, like, a nurse dropped a tray. That's the kind of hair trigger she's operating in. That is quite strange to me. Yeah. But that brings us so it just it literally ends. The chapter ends with quote Two quick rounds from Alicia's sig sour put an end to the Judas in their ranks as he fell dead at her feet. That's it, and it wasn't like there was any lead up to that. It's literally like That's three yeah, sentences. Bellamy's dead. It's crazy. Yep. All
1: right, last chapter. Kind of chapter.
0: Tw- uh, almost last chapter. Chapter no, twenty nine. I mean, the last one before the last God's substantive log. chapter. Yeah,
1: twenty nine.
0: Ghost warriors. Benedict, and it begins. On the Strip in Las Vegas were three separate groups of well-trained jihadists poised in hotel rooms, ready to strike three casinos at the same time with explosives and automatic rifles. A team of crack could-trained jihadists was in position near the it, glass bridge. It should be bridge. coulds,
1: by the way. Coulds, they, they've yeah, Completely yeah. lost track of
0: Near yeah. the glass bridge of the Grand Canyon with rocket launchers that were primed and ready to demolish that structure beyond repair. At the same time, a large truck was parked on Cadman Plaza in Brooklyn, New York, less than one mile from the Brooklyn Bridge. Two men were sitting in it, ready for the signal to drive onto the bridge and stop in the middle of the span. They were to take a motor scooter from the cargo bay and speed off toward Manhattan where they would remotely detonate the deadly cache of explosives in the truck effectively taking down the middle of that bridge. A motor scooter, Benedict. They were mm-hmm. going to take they were going to pull a lime scooter out yep, of the back of their rental truck. they were going to rent a scooter,
1: yep. That's it.
0: <laughs> and start riding it off of the bridge.
1: They have trouble like entering their information in the app cuz they don't have a US bank account. <laughs> and, and, like, it would just it would be a real nightmare for also,
0: them. Also, am I Correct or am I wrong that the uh pedestrian section of the Brooklyn Bridge is separate from the roadway?
1: That is correct, but it's above, so like I mean, yeah, I kind but of But could
0: you like stop in the middle of the bridge, get out of a truck,
1: and then start riding a scooter? Uh it depends. No, not really. I mean, yeah, you could if you're about to like, you're already doing some illegal things, so yeah I mean yes. like, you could, but like yes.
0: Uh, then it continues, at the Mall of America, a truck was parked in the lot outside the main entrance, loaded with explosives and ready to be driven through the doors in the middle of the structure to be blasted into into the mind and spirit of middle America. In Chicago, a janitorial crew had been infiltrated and had planted explosives throughout the lobby, hidden in the bottom of trash cans. High heat chemicals in the bombs. Well, that That is, I guarantee you, a shout out to the thermite conspiracy about the World Trade Center. Probably that's yeah, what. Yeah. That's absolutely what that is right there. On a powerboat docked at a pier in Red Hook, Brooklyn, where three jihadists with rocket launchers ready to sail towards the Statue of Liberty to do it some serious damage from the water, then hightail it for New Jersey and abandon the boat, booby-trapped with high explosives. At the New York Stock Exchange, there were a dozen so suicide vests. Quick, Hold quick on, I have question. to get through this no, one. No, I, I just
1: have a quick question. Um, he refers to the, the Sears Tower, now the Willis Tower, mm-hmm. as the tallest building in the U.S., it's not.
0: Was One World Trade Center finished in 2017? Yeah, it was finished in 2014. Uh, so, Okay, here's... <laughs> so, funny thing. I, I have said that when I was up in Chicago a couple months ago, we went and did the Sears Tower glass box uh-huh. thing. The tour guides that are all there are all still sore... About One World Trade Center being called the tallest building because their argument is well, okay,
1: the spire their spire
0: count. is taller than yeah. our building. I, I'm, but, look, But I'm if sympathetic you put them next to, to each other and you were standing in the top floor of Sears Tower, you would be looking over the top of One World Trade Center. Like, that's the I'm, argument. I'm
1: sympathetic to that, I do have to
0: say. I agree. I'm 100%. So, I have to finish this one because this one's great. So, At the New York Stock Exchange, there were a dozen suicide vests hidden by some of the janitorial staff who had come into the United States as refugees so what is from the Syria. And at the mayor's insistence, were hired instead of the veterans who were originally promised the jobs. Cool. So, Syrian jihadi terrorists stealing jobs from our veterans, That's Benedict.
1: It. That's the talking point. All because
0: the mayor of New York City, 2017, who was that? Was that... Uh, uh, de Blasio. Blasio? Yeah, it de Blasio. Oh, because de Blasio promised the jobs to veterans and then gave them to the jihadis instead. By the way, have you been into the New York Stock Exchange? No. Uh, so it's my understanding not that terribly
1: large of a building. It's not. It's like a. It's, it's not like, like it has school. a
0: giant janitorial staff. No,
1: it's like a. a maybe a it's dozen like a or two. Neoclassical type building. Like it's not yeah. massive.
0: So maybe a dozen or two janitorial staff. I just love that he had to fit in a complaint there about de Blasio taking her jabs. And giving them to Syrian terrorists. I really did love that. But so now, we're back at the activities in the desert, right? The party is going on. They're getting ready for it. And Agent Wilson shows up. And Wilson's ready to get his money, you know, like you always mm-hmm. are. Has Everybody's got to gotta get their money. Uh, and he gets a little key from uh, Ali Malouf, who tells him that this is what you take to the bank in Dubai. And your code, the code that you're going to give them to get your money, two words, blended reasons. Is that something I should know? I, I was hoping you would know. I, I know. couldn't yeah. figure out what is this supposed to be relevant? Yeah, is this supposed to matter? What the fuck is this?
1: Yeah, I, I was hoping that was some weird Nazi thing that you would know.
0: You know, I honestly I didn't even Google it. So let me see. No, uh, there's nothing there. Blended reason? No, like blended learning comes up. Yeah, like, nothing about blended reason. I got to go to like page twenty of Google results because that's where uh, anything relevant would show, would show up blended inner yeah nothing really comes i don't know maybe he thought it was clever but as we know tom morrissey is a very dumb guy but so he gets the key and they sort of have a bro moment uh where ali maloof makes fun of agent wilson but wilson's eh, he's like all right the uh, first joke was fine don't do it again but now the shadow wolves have made their way there they are at the camp in the desert ready to go ahead and and take these guys on and figure out all But, you know, they have to take one of them alive because even though they've basically gotten most of the plan already, they still don't know about the dirty bomb and this, that and the other blah, blah, blah. So, again, horrible descriptions of how all this works. But Benedict, there is. More snakes in the desert, isn't
1: it? More snakes in the desert. Mm-hmm. Again, not controlled. A huge missed opportunity.
0: Yes, yes. So they figure there's guards out in the desert. John, as we know, he can disappear.
1: This is just. This is like the like a Star Wars. Like this is the Star Wars movie where they're doing the same action sequence again because oh, it, yeah. they think it works the first time. And like, I know nothing, this is so nothing much is much different like the first between Ali and and Kareen, you know, Khmer or whatever his name. There really isn't. It,
0: it is incredibly like the first one, but. John disappears in the desert, kills one of the guards, and then they spot Special Agent Wilson. And uh, John, Johnny's angry about it. It says, quote, John's eyes narrowed with fury as he said quietly, Son of a bitch, that son of a bitch. Con asked, which one? (laughs) That blonde-haired prick right there, Special Agent Wilson. Well, I'll be a donkey's ass, that motherless prick came to me last year wanting his men deputized to expand their jurisdiction in the Fast and Furious investigation. It,
1: it, it, first of all, it wouldn't. Second of no. all, well, this leads to the funniest line of the thing, which is like, please tell me you didn't deputize him.
0: <laughs> yes, that's literally George's response. Yeah. Tell me you didn't deputize him. No way I was doing that. And it's just like, uh, he was a dick, so I wasn't going to do it. Yeah. Like, mm, feels like that's not how you decide whether or not you're going to... And These these mystical deputizing powers you don't have should have some
1: different criteria. This is totally subtextual, but the deputizing here felt sexual. I don't know Mm. why. It's uh, because I I read it, and I read it as, please tell me you didn't fuck him. (laughs)
0: Let me tell you, John, there's only one man I'm going to deputize tonight, and that's you. (laughs) I wore my hot pants for you, John. (laughs)
1: And if you thought you could see my dick through my teeth.
0: If you could see it when I wasn't even hard, you boy, you're going to be surprised in a minute. (laughs) Carry on. So we get to the final action sequence of the book, Benedict. And this is our shadow wolves coming in and striking they come mm-hmm. in, they take down the guards, blah, blah, blah. They're running around, and then immediately John and uh, Eric Kahn run into Wilson. Yep. And he reads quote, In an instant, John was on Wilson, knocking him to the ground, and kicking the gun that the downed agent grabbed out of his hand as he rolled away. His agility, and oh, by the way, pronoun reference here is just fucked beyond yep. reason. There's no way to understand who is doing what. No. This is just <laughs> awful. His agility as he sprang back to his feet surprised Khan, who lunged at him without realizing that he was leaping on a man who was holding a razor-sharp knife in his hand, awaiting the marshal's body. It caught him in the
1: heart, instantly killing him. Which is obviously sad for Mr. Khan, but a very funny action sequence and a man not jumping gonna be directly able to deputize you after all. <laughs> He's already deputized them. They <laughs> deputized the night away a couple of chapters ago. They're fine. <laughs> Um, yeah just this man jumps directly Onto a knife for no reason
0: Like Snoop Doggy Dog said It ain't no fun if the deputies Can't get none Go on.
1: <laughs> it feels like you're enjoying That voice too much and so now I'm glad this man is dead
0: <laughs> I'm gonna write a, a prequel that's all about Eric Kahn yeah. and read yeah. it on the show So that you have to live
1: through it Go on.
0: But yes, Khan is just killed instantly. That's it. Yep. Eric Khan. Tom Morrissey killed his own author, insert.
1: But Heroically, but also did in he? a really stupid way. Or did way he in. just
0: jump at the bad guy in a stupid way and get stabbed? Yeah,
1: that's what he did.
0: I don't know if that's quite I, heroic. i that if
1: you get stabbed in the heart or the throat, you die instantly.
0: Instantly. <laughs> Hold on. Ben. Give me one second here.
1: <laughs>
0: no, as it turns out, they live for a few minutes, actually. It's weird. <laughs> Uh, more flopping like a fish than you'd expect. What is that outside? Sirens. I don't know what's going on. Uh, anyways, it continues. But <laughs> I'd like to make that like a subtext of this show yep. that I've murdered random that you're people a better, on the street yeah, to test so. our theories. Yep. That'd be great. Uh, but so, <clears throat> yes, uh, uh, Eric Kahn is dead. Uh, Agent Wilson is... Uh, uh, is he dead? He's dead. Already. Yeah, he's Agent Wilson is dead uh, because after Wilson had surrendered, uh, he was telling John about how he killed Sunday. I don't remember that it was him who killed Sunday. I thought it was somebody else. It was on his orders, yeah. Sure, fine. Uh, But then, of course, as you do, the bad guy reaches for his gun, so John shoots him right between the eyes, like Mm -hmm. you do. Boom, Agent Wilson is dead. Characters are dropping like Like fucking flies. flies. It is crazy in this book. And then he takes Eric Khan's phone, uh, John does, to make sure he can contact the Deep State. And he goes looking through the rest of the the camp, because, of course, he's got to get Ali Malouf. And I will be honest with you, the fight scene with Ali Maloof so boring. I'm not even gonna read it. Wow. Not even gonna read it. It's just he does like,
1: reference. Does he reference pig's blood again? Yeah. Yes.
0: Uh, well, sort of. So it's like he, he Maloof has a sword because nobody has learned the lesson from Indiana Jones that was intended by that scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, always go for the gun, not the sword. Uh, but he captures Ali Maloof and then he starts dragging him out into the desert. Because John has a feeling that there's a snake pit nearby. We don't get any indication that he had found this snake pit ahead of time, but he just seems to, you know, feel like he knows where it is.
1: Yeah, and then he pretends that he dropped a pig in the snake pit. Yes, that what what was a lie. At.
0: Yeah, which was a lie, and also. Like should be a very easily apparent lie. Like, wait, you brought a pig out in the middle of the desert for no reason, <laughs> just to drop what? Just
1: to see if there where was Where did you get a pig? <laughs> Pigs are really large. At <laughs> like, ten
0: thirty on a Tuesday. Like, where did you? <laughs> like butchers aren't even open yeah, this time of true. day,
1: especially not in fucking Arizona. They shut yeah. at like three in the afternoon.
0: This is crazy. So he is now going to threaten to throw Ali Malouf into the pit that he claims he put a pig in. Uh, and also has rattlesnakes in the bottom, unless Malouf tells him where all the attacks are going to happen. And, of course, it takes all of, like, half a second for Maloof to get bit by a couple snakes, and then they like, I'll tell you! I'll tell you! Yeah. Like, you're gonna... And then do. he's
1: like, what do you want? Do you want women? And he's like, no, I want to know where the attacks are gonna happen.
0: He's like, well, That's I it. got cash! I can, yeah. t- I can give you cash! How about that? Uh, it would be great if John just took the cash and walked off. That honestly would have made this book so much better. But, yes, yeah, so he finally decides, after he's been bit by two snakes... That he's gonna tell John about all the attacks. And he tells him it's gonna begin in Las Vegas and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And then Benedict, did the book just end and I didn't realize it? Because as soon as he finds out that the the it's gonna begin in Vegas, he calls Eric Kahn's people on the cell phone, and basically that's it. That's we got an epilogue, but that we're done.
1: We're just done. Yeah, and uh, I mean, well, there's then, it basically repeats the beginning of the book. Very weirdly,
0: almost like yeah. word for word repeats yeah, the yeah. beginning of the well, book. Well, I think,
1: like, I, you know, and so it, and so time goes, it's like the Gatsby. Like time goes on, uh-huh. rolling okay. boats rolling on okay. the tides. You know? How just, dare like, you compare
0: this book nothing, to an even worse book? <laughs> nothing I changes. I, I, I hate that book. It's so uh, boring. Nothing
1: changes. Everything remains the same is the point. He's still a cigarro cactus in the desert. <laughs> they
0: teach the Great Gatsby because it's an easy way for high school teachers to teach about metaphors. That is why they teach it. That is why they use it. They talk about the fucking billboard. Yeah, we get it. Fine. Anyways. So yeah, it repeats that. It ends with, uh, like it did at the beginning, the people who were hiding and waiting on John in the desert, or maybe don't exist, maybe are part of his paranoid delusions, I don't know, run off after a wolf kisses him on the forehead. (laughs) And it ends, the last line we get from John in this book is, quote, I thought that we had gotten them all, but maybe I was wrong. Never underestimate the deep state. Is John's last line. Last
1: lingering book? thought, yep. And uh, that, Benedict, brings us the, to the epilogue. The epilogue, which is just how they stopped the terrorist attacks, but also not really. I, I'm
0: sorry, but I have to read all of this. It's, okay, only, on. it's, o- it, it's only like a uh, page ahead, and a half, but I, I, like, I this interrupt. is just, yep. boy. <clears throat> oh, interrupt if you want, please. Uh, the epilogue, by the way, is titled our president under siege and it begins quote the radioactive material never arrived at the dumpster on the reservation in arizona but the explosives were detonated and killed 20 people who were working along on the grounds along with several guests in the casino hotel this is the one they knew about the most and they failed to stop it still killed over 20 people this is they, they, our boy, they, they, the they Shadow Wolf. They didn't
1: nuke the reservation, so that's good.
0: Maybe if John spent less time getting kissed on the forehead by wolves, he would have had time to stop those explosions at the casino. What the fuck, John? <laughs> it's crazy. It, it even says, it even fucking says, Jimmy and Sweet Tooth's mother was not one of them. Jimmy, Sweet Tooth, and their mom all disappeared into the Federal Witness Protection Program. So if they saved those fucking characters... But let everybody else die? Mm-hmm. This yep. is this That's is it. insane. I can I could not believe he ended the book this way. I no, it's, it's bad because it continues. An attack on the Las Vegas Strip was met by an anti-terrorist SWAT team. Two officers were killed. Three civilians died. All twelve terrorists were killed on the boulevard. Then the glass bridge at the Grand Canyon was no more. Yeah, they got it. It was blown up by a team of radical Islamists who escaped a- who escaped yeah. after successfully firing handheld rockets into it. Yep. The Mall of America witnessed a huge explosion in the parking area just outside of the main entrances as a truck was surrounded by law enforcement. A lone terrorist detonated the vehicle, killing himself and wounding four police officers. In Chicago. The Sears Building—it's called the Sears Tower. Uh, Even if you're going with Willis, it's still Willis Tower, right? Just get it right. Was shaken by the heavy explosives that severely damaged the ground level from the front to the rear. But no one was killed because the building had been evacuated and closed in time. Why? Why didn't you get the explosives out? Yeah. Well, they they didn't
1: know where they were. We have bomb
0: squad. On Wall Street, a suicide bomber detonated an explosive vest on the trading floor as the closing bell rang, killing 35 people and sending the financial infrastructure of the United States into a tailspin that it would not recover from for several years. Just off Red Hook in Brooklyn, New York, a powerboat was blown out of the water by a Coast Guard cutter as it failed to stop on their command. By the way, why didn't they shoot the Coast Guard with their rocket launchers? Yep.
1: Could have done. Feels like
0: you could have done that. As it made its way toward the Statue of Liberty, all five aboard the powerboat were killed. A truck, which had been parked on Cadman Plaza in Brooklyn, New York, rolled onto the Brooklyn Bridge, where it stopped suddenly. Two men fled the truck on a motor scooter, Benedict. Yeah, one, they and were, there were they two were men, two terrorists, embracing. Sh- sharing a motor scooter <laughs> to get away from their Bob truck. I love that one so much. It's just, <laughs> just This the is all is just too funny terror- because, like, like One like, guy with his arms around the guy in front of him, be, no, slow down, slow down, you're going too fast.
1: This is all that. good because like all of these are like, yeah, the bombs kind of went off, and but yeah. like, none of them did what they were supposed to do. So like, yes. they didn't bring down the Brooklyn Bridge, and it also oh, didn't bring down it. the Sears Tower. Yeah,
0: it says the bridge was severely damaged by the explosive in the truck, but it was not brought down. And then we get how a bunch of our characters, uh, and some of these... I don't remember ever meeting the first one, Richard Penelope. Nope. Do you remember meeting nope. him at any Never point? Never once. Nope. I don't either. But he's just. Discre- it says Richard Penelope, special counsel, was placed under arrest and charged with high treason. I think maybe that's a Robert Mueller reference. Was Mueller already doing his thing in twenty seventeen? Maybe this is just a violent fantasy against Robert Mueller, and he just had to change the name a little bit. I don't know. Mueller, Mellon, Penelope. Pineapple. I don't know. I'm just coming up with things nope. in my head. Mandrell went unidentified and disappeared. Pepe Costa and Antonio Septuon left the United States for parts unknown and were placed on an international fugitive list and hunted by the United States Marshals Service. The former POTUS was in, and this is where Benedict. This This is is bad. This is bad. Was in full disaster mode. We know he's talking about Obama, right? Yeah. Leading an effort to discredit and drive his successor from office. Fully funded by a multi-billionaire outside the country, rioters were being recruited and paid for by his cabal and were waging war against the Constitution and the will of the American people. Pretty explicit Soros thing there. I Um, would say so, yeah. And I think we can... Pretty confidently say that we know that Tom Morrissey, maybe Steven Seagal, if he ever actually read the final copy of this thing, believe in the Soros funding uh, paying protesters to go out and do violence thing. Right. We can be pretty sure about that. Then it continues. Finally, some good news, Benedict. John Nantan Goad was appointed as the first Native American United States Federal Marshal for the Federal District of Arizona. His appointment was intended as a mechanism by those in the swamp to control his actions. To say that didn't work would be an understatement of immense proportions. Finally, there was a feeling of tremendous change that began sweeping across the land as a new president was sworn into office and was immediately set upon by the deep state and those left behind from the previous administration. But he was stronger and smarter, and had, you could see his dick through his jeans, and even though he like hardly ever wore jeans, it's crazy—you could see it through any pants—and far more adept. Than any of them had ever imagined. And Benedict, the final words on the page.
1: The end of the beginning. As discussed, yeah. Yeah,
2: It's...
1: We have finished! That's it, we're done. The Way of the Shadow
0: Wolves by Tom Morrissey... I Really, honestly, the fact that we list Steven Seagal's name first with this book is doing a discredit to Tom Morrissey, well, that's who we all know actually book. wrote this masterpiece.
1: That's, that's also listed on the book, so.
0: It's true. Also true. But, boy, Benedict, um, I think we are going to do more fiction in the future, aren't Maybe, we? Maybe, yeah. We might have to. <laughs> I think we might have. So, look, um, we I know we you're angry how long the show has gone already, but... Since we're here, why don't we just get it out of the way? What's the, what's your favorite part of this book? What's the best thing that happened?
1: The my favorite part, I think, and this may be recency bias. No, okay, my favorite ba- part, actually, non recency bias aside, is every fourth chapter being a truly insane <laughs> thing, like the bubbers and the Mexican priest who yes, we never met yes. again just all of those things completely 100%. 100%. Recency 100%. Bias included my my favorite thing was the thing we read today that there is actually just a deep state that yes. is undermining the current the, like Obama and that but that's not that doesn't count as a deep state. And I got to go with
0: mine. We all know what mine yeah. is, Benedict. He's able to take hats off with his feet. <laughs> <That's>
1: so <funny. laughs> it's so good. Yeah. What? But,
0: right, one more question Benedict then I'll good. let us end it. What? Was the thing you were most disappointed about in this? Oh, book.
1: the snakes! Not fucking snakes! It's fucking, snakes, it's fucking yeah, snakes! Yeah, it's yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I asked the question knowing the answer yep, to it. Chekhov's Chekhov's rattlesnake was not used correctly. correctly. And really, if just once there
0: was even the implication that John had controlled snakes with his mind, the book would have been a thousand times better. I would have forgiven all of its sins. I would have let him do anything. I would have given Tom Morrissey my firstborn child. But he shit the bed in the end, and uh, but we're still left with this wonderful masterpiece. Uh, Benedict, I don't know if we're gonna need like a full episode like we normal or a half episode recap like we do normally for these books. Uh, I I don't think we will. But boy, did we learn a lot! I think from this about the average GOP brain. Yeah, I think uh, Tom Morrissey is much closer to what that is than a lot of the people whose books we read on a regular Mm -hmm. basis. So, Benedict, thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, if you just can't get enough of us, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash NYGBC and become a patron for as little as $1 an episode for patron-only episodes, shout-outs on the show, early releases of our episodes, and more. As always, we have to give a shout-out to our wonderful and amazing patrons. Teach Peace, Chi Wizzle, The Ghost of Larry Nichols, Jacob Johnson, Danny Rosari, A Wee Woo Thing, New Buildings Are a Globalist Conspiracy, Carrie Connorson, Bobo D. Bear, Chili, Madeline and Zachary Wilson-Fetro, Stephen DeBow, and the Gallant, Rune Oxetti, Amy Kaiser, Sean Sullivan, Lauren S., I've never listened to your podcast any slower than 1.3x speed, William Patterson, Flack Weasel, Kieran Dax... Dach-
1: Kieran Deckler. I uh, feel sorry for the person that listens how, to my what, voice. I'm wondering on what I. Yeah, I was about speed. to say. Am, what do I sound like on 1.3x speed? As fuck even as a normal
0: person. Uh, join us next week when we report live from Hillary Clinton's Blood Orgy. Henry Louis King Jr., Sarah Wolf, Aaron Burke, Megan A. Dooley, Gloria Scott, Clifton Stuckey, Paws, a restless native, a baby, wah, Veronica Forker, Melissa C., George Saulnier, Stefan, Jordan could read Harry Potter for demons and not get possessed because he is the Quizatch Hatterack, Utah Outcast, Chris Palmer, Bad Bible Stitches, Mockingbird Nation, Baka, Benjamin Carlisle, Dexter, Allison, Megan Ruth, Glowrung the Deceiver, Big Z Blasphemy, Jay Reynolds, Stephen and Cindy Dimmock, Taru Takanan, and Balls Waters. And thank you all, as always, for being our patrons. That's it for this week's show. Till next time, he can take their hats off with his feet. Goodbye.